Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. And welcome to the Creative Nectar podcast. We are back with our second season. It's been nice to take a little restorative break, but we are so back and so ready to get started with a fresh season. Uh, I am Stephanie Gray. And I'm Jenny Hahn. Hello, everybody. You know, we're just glad that you've joined us and that you've decided to hang out with us for a little bit. Um, The second season is going to be a little bit more I don't know if it's going to if if we could say personal cuz the first season was fairly personal too but we're nice. going to be taking cues from our personal lives in the moment as far as what we want to talk about and what we want to share and then bring creativity into the mix. So that's what that's what we'll be doing. It'll be really interesting for everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And taking cues from what's going on in the world, kind yeah. of globally, just current, like, yeah, what's what's up for people. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And just a quick note, if you if you're new here, welcome. And also, we laid down a lot of groundwork, a lot of like who we are, what we do, how you can experience cre- creativity in this way, and um, all of that on the first season. So if you feel interested, you could so look into that too. And we may even be referencing some of those some of those episodes. So right. anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. So without further ado, we are going to be talking about today about meeting grief, hope, and creativity in a changing world. So like, how do we bring all of that into a changing world? And I think I'm going to pass this to you, Jenny, because you have a very specific story that you're going to share, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I, well, first I want to just say that, you know, change is constant. I mean, we know that phrase change is the only constant going back to the days of Greek philosophers and even back beyond, you know, it's like that idea of that you can't step in the same river twice, that everything is in constant flow, constant flux, including ourselves, right? I mean, we Mm. are these where we are consciousness itself, like in these flesh suits on a, a rock hurtling through space. We're never in the same place for more than a moment, even though it appears that way. So, so change is, change is always happening. Mm. Always, always. However, (laughs) it seems to be accelerating, doesn't it? I mean, when we, when we look at our world, when we look at technology, when we look at evolution. We look at crumbling of old ways and old systems and things that we thought were solid and forever. And it's a lot and it's happening and it's accelerating. So yeah, I just want to preface with that, that that's why this has really been up for us because we want to be able to really speak to these things, speak to 
you know, anytime there's change, even when there's good change, it can bring up grief. It's, it's loss. There's a form of loss in it. Even if things really need to change, even if they're changing for the better, sometimes it's because things weren't working for everyone. They weren't serving everyone. They might've been serving a certain group of people. And this has all just been swirling in my consciousness. And, you know, we've been talking about this a little this week, but so I just want to share a quick story of, yeah, it was like last week, I went to a place, a location that I used to frequent a lot. And I actually made a short video about this on my socials on TikTok and everything. So maybe we'll link to that. But I want to be able to talk about a little bit more here because I went to a place that really was meaningful to me that I used to frequent a lot. It was a place of great spiritual study and um, a lot of connection, a lot of community and a lot of history behind it. So almost like this, like a whole lineage. <laughs> and when I went last week, I was struck with the immense change, the immense shift to this particular location and setting. And so from my perspective in that moment, whether or not this is true, but I was seeing it as it had lost something, that there was a big loss. And in my mind, I was judging it. I was judging those changes because I remember how it was. I remember, and it affected me so profoundly. And so I had all these emotions swirling in me. I had anger. I had grief. I had like this feeling of righteousness, like, like, you know, because of that loss. And so it was very uncomfortable. I came home that day and I couldn't focus on anything. And I finally was like, oh, okay, I've got emotions showing up. <laughs> like, And sometimes I get that way where I'm just keeping, trying to keep on keeping on moving through my day. But it's like, you feel that something something, there's like a blockage or something heavy. And it's like wanting attention, you know, needing attention. And so I took some time. I took some time and practiced some of the things we talk about here, Steph, you know, meeting, meeting the feelings creatively. Um, in that moment, I wasn't particularly drawn to paint or draw. I was drawn to write. Mm. And so I pulled out my trusty journal and just started some words until it just kind of broke open and the words started pouring out and the emotions, mm -hmm. the disbelief, the sadness. And really what it came down to was there were gems, there were pieces from the past that I had forgotten about, that I had let go of, that were wanting to come through still and that were wanting to come through me in that moment and, and through me moving forward. And so the realization through all of that was that, yes, life changes, the world changes, not always to our liking, but what are the pieces that we want to bring forward as we create this new world, this new reality? And how can we pull those together and pull those in into whatever is next? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I... I First of all, thank you for sharing that. And I and I would guess that many of us listening uh, can relate in one way or another. 
there's a profound amount of loss happening right now with people um, leaving the earth, with things changing, systems changing and crumbling, as you talked about. I'm struck by how you talked about how you witnessed all this and you, you know, you had all these feelings and then you just kept on the rest of your day, you know, thinking, okay, I'm just going to keep on. However, had you not said, wait a second and recognize that this was, you know, that you had some things that needed to be addressed and needed to be witnessed in yourself. You would never have come to the place of having those gems of what you want to bring into the new. And I, I think that sums this up so beautifully. Like, yeah, we're, we are, we're in a, an immense amount of change right now. And also how like potent is that for us to be part of what's next and what's new you know it's a choice though and I love and I think creativity's creativity is a is a tool that you can use to be part of that change and to allow the grief as well like it's it's just perfect for the whole thing so absolutely yeah yes and we're talking about also of awareness being being aware first of all that we're even having feelings or that we're or that we feel a sense of block during our day or depression or heaviness like so there's awareness there and also we talk about it all the time but self-compassion being able to be gentle with ourselves through the process of it so rather than like adding layers of self-judgment or shame. I shouldn't be feeling this right now. This isn't convenient to feel right now. <laughs> but to, a- to be able to pause and to go within, to feel the feelings, and then to allow them expression in whatever form, whatever medium you choose. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and letting yourself know whatever I'm feeling right now is valid because it's what I'm feeling. Because I'm feeling I, it. Because I'm feeling it. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Absolutely. And giving ourselves permission to be there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a that's a huge part of it. And, you know, we were talking earlier about the birthing process of change and, and how it, literally like birthing something new, like there's pain involved with that. There's There can be contractions. And squeeze, you know, how many, how many of you are, have been feeling squeezed lately? I mean, come on. I did a whole video on it. Like it just, there's a squeezing and popping feeling that's like right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So at times it can be really freaking uncomfortable. Like when we are in the big squeeze, when we're in a contraction period, it's like, it's really, yeah, it's really, it can be very painful. So yeah, being able to breathe through and that's where, again, gentleness, kindness, and presence and knowing that things do open, that there is the expansion from that. And, and, and there's a cycle to it. It's not like we do this once and then it's done. I mean, this is, it's a process of birthing, of becoming, and whatever it is that humanity is becoming next, I mean, we're in a big transformative period. We are. And I don't know about you, but I have noticed that the contractions are coming closer. Like they're they're happening in a much closer proximity now, just like in the labor process. So mm. it's I I am noticing more and more like just almost backed up one next to another. 
and really feeling that breathing in just like you would in a labor process, breathing, allowing that breath to really birth what wants to come and, and also release what is no longer serving and all of that, you know, and it, it, it is messy and it is chaotic. And for me, when I've been able to just use that analogy, I guess could, would be the right word of the, the birthing process and of labor, it really helps me to sort of just be in it, just be in it right then and there, even if it's uncomfortable, because it's been very uncomfortable for me. It's and I know for many, many, uh, but then when you do breathe through it and you come out and there's that expansion, that's where if you are aware, when I am aware, I notice the that newness, that expansiveness, mm. that potent place of creation. Like right. it's all there with us now. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for yeah bringing attention to that because it can be hard when we're in the throes of it to even even have a sense that there will be a, a moment of joy or of something new, right? I mean, when we're going through a time of loss, I mean, it it's it, we don't always see the light at the end of that, right? And I don't know that we're meant to with some losses. Some losses are profound, and you really do need to just be a hundred percent right there in that loss. You know, the loss of a loved one, of a parent. Um, even of an animal, like when people leave the planet, when loved ones leave the planet, it's, it's a profound grief. And I, and I can just recall with my own experiences, how, you know, I would not be ready initially after just a few months of the grief to even consider, well, what do I want to create next? You know, (laughs) (laughs) and, and so we, we certainly don't mean that every, everything, every loss has its own grieving period and you will feel into that and know what's right for you. And no one else can dictate that, of course. However, I can also speak from experience. Like I had the point to the point where grief was like my calling card. I, it was me. I like to dress up in it and I pitched a tent and it was, and it was to the point where I couldn't really feel the, the light and the creative flow that was sitting right next to me. So there's, I, it was only after I started doing the creativity and this process art and really getting to know myself and my body that I realized, okay, I'm staying in this for too long. You know, this is not all there is. This is not all I am, but it took a while, you know, because it was, I, it was such, such a cloak for me. I didn't even realize there was anything else. So all that to say, Mm -hmm. feel what you're feeling and then feel into, is it right for me to, to maybe scooch out a little bit of that grief? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, well, and I and I do want to speak to that oftentimes people feel rushed through grief, yep. pressured by those around them. And and just that reminder that that grief is cyclic, that it's not it's not linear, it's not a straight line, it's not something that can be timed or rushed. And and we've talked about this in here before, of course, mm-hmm. and and all the different aspects to grief. I mean, I'm thinking right now of like, um, who was that? Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, like identifying different stages or different aspects, different ways that grief presents itself. So uh, yeah, and 
as we talk in here. I mean, creative expression, whether that's writing, whether that's scribbling, whether that's screaming or moaning or singing or wailing, those are ways of meeting it and letting it move through. And it's not like it goes away necessarily in that instant or that it's never going to come back. But that is a way to, speaking of the birthing process, it's almost like the midwifing of the grief, allowing it to pass through. And then that, the creativity itself becomes the expression of whatever is next, whatever is new. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I had that in my head and then I forgot it promptly. And <laughs> it's all right. I, got, I, I caught it. <laughs> I, I got it. I there. It's important as we're in deep into the grieving process that we do have midwives, right? And with anything, it can be, you know, like Ginny and I, I have, we have a relationship where I could check in with her if I'm going through something and I just can't see my way through it. And she could help birth, whatever, you know, move, whatever it needed to move. And also community, like it's always my pleasure to build community around a situation, situations like yes. that so that we can help each other and we can yes. guide one another. Cause I think it's important because a lot of times you just can't do it by yourself because you're so in the throes. There's just no way, but you know, you see that hand coming in to help guide. Mm. I mean, I just feel mm -hmm. like that's very yeah. important right now. I'm not saying you have yes. to work with us, although we definitely offer that, but I'm <laughs> saying find someone or something right. that helps you. Yeah. Right, right. Find your people, find your community, find your journal, your notebook, your, yeah, yeah. whatever it is that can hold the space in that moment. Um, yes, yes. That yeah. is so potent. Yeah. And that's 100% why we're doing, one of the reasons we're doing this podcast too. Right. Is to sort of, you know, be that little beacon if we can. Right. Hopefully yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, do you have any other personal stories you want to share before we, of course, we always want to share tips and tools. That's what we're all about here, right? Is practices for, for you, listener. It's like what, you know, if you're in one of these moments of, grieving through change. Something has changed in your world, whether it is the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, a change, a move. I mean, like I said earlier, like we were talking about, it could be something that maybe you're excited and joyful about, and yet it can still bring up this feeling of loss and sadness around having to let go of something, moving on into the next, the next phase, whatever that is. Maybe it's that you are moving into the next phase of who you're becoming and, and there, and there is a loss of, of identity of something that somebody that you were before. And so, friends, there's a loss of friends, friendships yeah. who knew you as you were back, you know, years ago, and now you're this other person or you're becoming this other person and right. friends fall away and that's okay. It's natural. It's not easy, but, but I guess what I want to say is. It's okay if you're feeling these things. Don't let society gaslight you into not feeling your feelings. You know, these things are real and they're present and the world is shifting in a very profound way. Right. I believe it's a consciousness shift and, you know, globally. And so just feel it, feel it, feel it, <laughs> 
Feel it and express. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, well, shall we move into some? Do you have some writing? Yeah. 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 Speaking of expressing. So I had a couple different ways to go with this. One is through grief and one is through that expansion and contraction that we talked about. Mm, so I would just say great. whatever resonates for you, then use it. But we like to give uh, writing prompts here. That way you can use it just internally or you can write in your journal or whatever works for you. The first two uh, that I will talk about would be expansion and contraction. So what is expanding in my life right now would be one. And then what is contracting in my life right now? So that's two easy things to, to get started with. And then um, two writing stems, I guess, would be what you would call. So you would just finish this. Um, sentence, when I, sentence stems? Sentence stems. Thank you. When I allow my grief, I discover. So when I allow mm -hmm. my grief, I discover. And then when I allow my heart to break, when I allow my heart to break, I notice. Mm. And heartbreak yeah. sounds so deep, but I feel like that's a lot of what's going on. And it you know, when is. our heart breaks, it breaks open, right? And so yes. there's that potential for way more to occur when we can allow the breaking to happen. Yes. Yes. Mm, powerful. Yeah. And if you didn't catch these writing prompts, listener, we will have these, we'll include these probably in the show notes and in various places. So. Yeah, we, I always try to include at least one of the prompts on the Instagram page. So if you're not <laughs> following us there, please do, because we will include, you know, videos from us and writing prompts and all of that. And our hope is to, yeah. to create a little community of support there. So Absolutely. please feel welcome and join. Okay. In terms of creative um, activities or practices, I wanted to share an idea, and this this kind of ties into the story I was telling earlier about finding, kind of mining the gems of my past experience, whatever it is that was lost, and then bringing it into the now, carrying them forward. So my suggestion, and you can use um, basic art materials, you can use sketching, pa process painting, whatever, or even just through writing, but basically to create a living tribute to whatever it is that was lost. So I invite you to interpret this however you wish, but creating a living tribute can mean visually, can mean through words, can mean through song. Whatever it is that was so meaningful from that experience, that person, maybe it's a maybe it's a, a lost relative who, who's passed on. That maybe it was something they taught you that you now want to embody and be in the world. But I'm thinking of almost like you know something that you can create almost like as an altarpiece, you know, of like this tribute to whatever the place, the person, the past situation. And, and then that can be, that can serve as a reminder of carrying it forward into the now and beyond. Mm. So we're bringing those pieces of the past, we're creating something out of it, and then letting it serve as a reminder as we move forward that, yes, I want to integrate and carry this forward. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> 
So it's open to interpretation, of course. And um, yeah, yeah, just I invite you to just see how that sits with you and what ideas that stirs or not even just uh, mental ideas, but like what's arising that's like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to honor this piece of my life or this person. You know, what's interesting is I'm not a gardener in any way, but I saw like planting something, you know, Mm. or flowers or, you know, so yeah, that was, I love how that sparked my imagination. Thank you. Oh, and I love that you shared that because yes, I mean, what's more of a living tribute than literally like something alive and Yeah, I love it. I mean, I have a memorial garden in my own front yard to a past loved one. And yeah, I love that idea of, yeah, what, however it shows up, however yes. it shows up for you. There's so many ways that this can be played with. And oh, yeah. You know, and I would love to hear from anyone out there who tries any of these. Please share them with us either on our Instagram page or you can get a hold of us on our website. We would just love to hear how that's going for you. Absolutely. Yes. All right. (laughs) This feels like this might be coming to a close. It's feeling like it's closing naturally. Yeah, I'm feeling complete. How are you feeling, Steph? Any other, uh, anything else that wants to be said today? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure there will be much more just right now. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, we just want to thank you all for tuning into, uh, yeah, season two. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on up, moving on down the road. That's right. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, maybe if it's your first time or just continuing to listen, um, we so appreciate it from our heart to yours. And please do check out creativenectarstudio.com and visit our Instagram page and just say hello. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. And if you are liking what you hear, of course, please, we love reviews of this podcast. No matter what platform you're listening on, it does help us. It helps us to get it out even more when you can provide a a review or a rating. We appreciate it. All right. Until next time. Till next time. Be well. Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.